Hello and welcome back to another episode of You Want to Do What? Today we've got Lauren Marsh on, who is a beauty and fashion photographer. Hi Lauren. Hello. How are we today? Yeah, good, thanks. How are you guys? All good. Glad the sun has finally come out. It's been absolutely pissing down, but um, now it's nice and sunny. <laughs> finally, that's what we all wanted. Rubbish summer. <laughs> um, yeah. Lauren, do you want to tell everyone a bit about what you do? Yeah, so I am a fashion and beauty photographer based mostly in London, um, but I'm trying to expand that out. Um, but yeah, I, I do a lot of uh, campaigns, e-commerce, um, I'm getting more into advertising side of things as well. So working with bigger brands, um, slowly but surely. And yeah, I'd say that sums up. Amazing. So how did you get into the world of photography then? Did you pick up a camera at a young age or is it something new? Where did this love come from? Um, yeah, I'd say it was, it was a fairly young age because I remember buying a camera with my pocket money when I was younger uh, but I've always been quite creative I thought I wanted to be a fashion designer actually first um, so I went to Central St Martins and and realized uh, during the foundation diploma that I didn't want to be a fashion designer <laughs> so I could swiftly made an exit on that one um, but yeah ended up specializing in graphics there um, didn't didn't bother with going on to do a, a BA um, so I went traveling and took tons of shots that are out there and then decided to come back and start my own business so kind of went from there really wow so you went straight into your own business doing photography yeah wow I'm a mad, that's mad a big woman. decision isn't it <laughs> yeah I know no one's really done it that way so it's kind of a bit <laughs> weird but you know um it worked for me but yeah it was just like a I think it's quite a long process if you don't probably do it the traditional route but um I think any route could be fairly slow depending on where you take it so mm. you know it's a, it's a, a really hard industry to tackle because it's so saturated but you know if you're really passionate and love it then you'll be able to find. how did you uh learn photography did you just go out there just start taking snaps you saw what worked what didn't work did you have a mentor was um, it like, what, what was the process for you uh, it was mostly um, a lot of YouTube videos and practicing and books. And my partner uh, at the time gave me a book to read. And that was, yeah, it was a good like, segue in. But mostly it was practicing, really. Mm, that that kind of YouTube um, kind of group on, on there that do photography and videography, you can kind of end up a bit down a, uh, a rabbit warren, I always find, with... <laughs> With, with like watching their videos they go on for hours like I've I've yeah. been on there just watching like Peter McKinnon Matty Hooper like all of these people that, that do photography and you can learn so much actually nowadays just by doing that can't you yeah I mean it's changed a lot because I think when I started it was there was a lot less of that going on whereas a lot of people are willing and open to give out info as part of their marketing strategy now so I think it's changed a lot um definitely would have liked it to have been like it is now when I first mm. started <laughs> probably would have sped up my process a little bit <laughs> but you know so you you went away and um on uh, traveling and started taking pictures then but obviously now you do fashion and uh, beauty did you come back and sort of go straight into fashion and beauty or what was sort of your progress into that industry side of the industry uh my 
I mean, I did like a wedding first and that was like my first paid gig really. Um, and then I did, I was mostly doing products actually at the start, which is probably why I don't really enjoy doing products so much now, but <laughs> it's just part and parcel of being a photographer in the fashion and beauty really. But um, yeah, I'd say, uh, I'm yeah, I mostly just like jumped into doing lots of different bits and seeing what I kind of liked from there. And I decided quite quickly I didn't like weddings. So I just outright <laughs> banned them from my calendar. Everyone's like, they're good money though. And I'm like, it's not worth it. It's really not worth it. Yeah, um, it must be a tough gig. You know, there's a lot of pressure on you as well to get the the perfect shots. And I imagine some some brides and grooms can be quite demanding. Yeah, I, I think it's less that. I don't mind that so much. I think it's just the fact is they're pretty much all the same everyone thinks they have different weddings but they don't really (laughs) so it's just too much I like stuff where it's just constantly different which I think is why fashion and beauty is really intriguing to me because I think you can just come up with so many crazy concepts where people if it's your wedding you kind of have to get like the similar-ish shots of each time unless you've got like a really creative couple I did this amazing wedding for a girl I actually met through fashion show um and I really enjoyed her wedding so that was that was different but uh yeah I think I think I just slowly built in through that I did a lot of invisible mannequin which kind of helped with like building up my fashion database and um then I just did loads of uh portfolio editorial stuff for myself and obviously to kind of showcase some more and more brands and it just kind of worked from there I also did a stint doing um fashion week for different places and I ended up uh, being picked by um well I don't know what they're called now I think different name now but they used to be called the communication store and um yeah they picked me to do theirs so it was a really good insight into uh, the fashion world through them as well so So you kind of you came back from traveling you you'd taken a load of photos while you're out there keep working on your craft but how did you kind of make that transition like how did you get your first in in the world of beauty or fashion is it a case of networking all the time or, or just getting that first that first gig uh yeah I think do you know I think it's a really steady build up on like all sides because the more you're practicing doing your portfolio editorial work like I didn't work for free for any fashion brands um ever like I haven't done that I don't ever believe that that's a good way into the industry I think that's outright way to not really succeed to be honest Mm. um so yeah it was mostly you know work it doing a portfolio um few shots from it for like to showcase and then um taking it from there so I think sorry what was your question again I've completely gone off that's right no problem how did you kind of get it so you came back from traveling and then you thought right I'm gonna get in to uh, fashion and beauty did you start networking with fashion and beauty brands or how did you get that first sort of in I did a lot of um right finding uh job posts online um different ones through like there's an alumni thing for UAL uh so I found that's how I found the communications store um but yeah I just did a lot of uh well Twitter was quite big at the time so I did a lot of looking on there to see who was looking for um uh, looking for photographers Mm. and that worked as well because I found a client through that so I just kind of like build it up through there and through the editorial side as well so it was just like a slow a gradual slow build up 
yeah, yeah. events. So, so I did a I did a uh, part time job whilst I did that uh, doing social media for a company, and okay. it, yeah, and then it just got to a point where I had too much work um, to do both jobs. So my mom was like, "Take the <laughs> take the hit, take the risk, go for it." Yeah, do it. Yeah. Um. So you mentioned it's quite a saturated market. This place now, you know loads and loads of people using sort of Instagram to display their portfolios um, and brands are finding them and it's an incredibly competitive space being a photographer anyway how are you still standing out in the marketplace is there anything that you kind of really focus in on to to stand out yeah I'd say I mean you just got to keep up with like what trends are kind of I mean have your own style definitely but if you're looking at more commercial way of doing things then get that style in your portfolio and really market it and send out emails to people I mean I say that as a very (laughs) I can tell people what to do I haven't really been doing it myself but um I'm meant to be starting to send out emails so I can get into uh being with more different clients and stuff so uh yeah I would say the best way of was has been social media really and um SEO on website things like okay. that SEO is really key um that comes from my social media background so yeah that's <laughs> I feel like it's very helpful I, but it's really easy to learn like I just I didn't get trained by anyone to do that like you can everything that you need to know is online it's just whether you actually put the time in to do it really yeah and so then what is an average day like for you you know are you working with clients are you doing shoots are you doing admin break down an average day for us okay so general day uh i would say yeah i could be doing a shoot one day have an admin day the next maybe do an edit day if i'm not um outsourcing it for whatever reason and and then usually trying to do all three of those things at one go at some point (laughs) because that's usually how it is I mean if you're doing if you're the only one in your business then it can only be you who gets all that stuff done so you'll have you know sending off files to outsourcers or sending them off to clients and invoicing them and making sure that they've paid you and then also trying to shoot everything and be creative (laughs) like it is a massive balancing act but obviously it can be done it's just yeah gotta have the stamina really is there anything you do to kind of keep that creativity and that inspiration up whilst because you know running a business is hard so how do you find the time to get away from it and keep that creativity going Uh, I would say taking fairly regular breaks I mean obviously the last like year or two has just been a bit different but usually I would have like um a number of holidays in a year um to try and just give my brain some space and not to be thinking and just say I'm out I'm out of office and switching off like you can I mean you can switch off to an extent there'll always be someone who will urgently need you at some point um but there's nothing that an out of office can't usually sort or you know make sure you've really sorted everything out before you've left but that's usually how I deal with it now I think it's just yeah, I think it's just having, giving yourself a bit of a moment really and not, maybe not need, thinking that you need to shoot every single like hour of the day, like actually taking time to focus on what creative like point of view you want to have next. And to be honest, a lot of my ideas come to me um, when I just wake up in the morning. So <laughs> then I just kind of go from it from there and see what, <laughs> see what comes out, <laughs> experiment. And for you, what do you think are some uh, personal, 
personality traits you see in yourself and maybe some other photographers in the industry uh, that you think really help um, someone thrive with what you're doing? Just being really hardworking and just willing to experiment on stuff, not maybe being so rigorous with the way things are and learning what your, I think learning what your flaws are um, as a business person uh, is really good because you can outsource those bits so that you don't end up wasting so much time and energy on something that actually not good at anyway. Um, I think that's, I would say that that's, was, that's probably key. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and for you, what would be the biggest positive you've had out of this, uh, you know, this, this jump into a, into a business? Well, I'm um, sorry. I don't really understand the question. Sorry, what what would you think is the biggest positive you've had so far? You know, from, from deciding to start this business and uh, and being a, a fashion photographer. Oh, I see. Um, yeah, so I would say just having my own schedule and be able to do what I would like to do because I don't know. I just like being able to go on holiday when I want to go on holiday <laughs> and <laughs> having a life like if it's nice and sunny and I can outsource a project or do something like that. I can have a day off without being like I need to talk to someone and tell someone. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. And on that. Oh, on the flip side of that, what would be some less favourable or negative aspects of the industry? Uh, I would say, generally speaking, when you're not on holiday, or maybe if you are, but like not necessarily always being able to switch off when you want to. Um, but that's like, I think that's something that really you learn with time. And I used to be a lot worse at that, but now I'm definitely getting better. And I think that's probably the hardest part. And just even if you're exhausted or you're ill, having to still work because if you don't work, then you don't get paid. <laughs> so, yeah. And what would be the biggest opportunity you've had so far doing this? Um, I would say uh, biggest opportunity was probably I did a my first advertising campaign um, last year, as in like it was definitely an advert. Um, obviously, you get lots of people who end up using your stuff and wanted to do it for advertising campaigns but mm. um it actually being a commissioned uh, ad advert and uh, it was for biore and i got to work with um like an influencer who's been on a bunch of different things but uh yeah it was that was probably a highlight really because yeah i just i i got scouted and it was really nice to, it was really hard <laughs> to get the job yeah. but yeah it was like it just felt like a big like everything that i'd just been working towards in my portfolio kind of come come like to fruition really amazing and if your job didn't have a job or had a job description what would be something that probably wouldn't be in it but you still have to deal with sorry can you say that one again yeah um if your job had a job description yeah yeah what would be something that probably wouldn't be in that job description but you still have to deal with oh, um managing expectations and production mm. i think a lot of clients come being like oh you can do all of this and you're like actually that's you know <laughs> don't have to do all that <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna do it because i'm a nice person and i want to like make this as good a shoot as possible but a lot of people can come not really knowing fully what they want or not knowing anyone in the industry and expect you to do everything um and yeah i would say that's probably it mm. Are there any skills that you wish you maybe learn um, before going into this industry? Obviously, you have uh, 
photography is like the main thing, but there's obviously a lot more around that. Is there anything you, um, if you could go back, would you have learned previously? Yeah, I think I would have learned some, I would have tried to maybe do a bit more assisting because I didn't really do that. I only assisted my friend, um, Sarah Brick. She's a really, really good photographer and I assisted her twice, um, but that was it. And like, she showed me some like really great techniques and ways of doing things, which I wouldn't have been able to get from necessarily, I don't think so, uh, looking on a YouTube video. I could be wrong. I I haven't looked for ages, so it might all change. (laughs) Yeah, I just feel like there is, I think it's different seeing something in the flesh versus seeing something on a video. And obviously being able to see uh, that would would have really helped earlier on. I would have probably made a lot less uh, like errors with lighting. Mm. and how does somebody begin to progress once they're in the industry is it just a case of building up their portfolio networking or is there anything else they can do um i would say it's just slowly doing it all and making sure that you keep i i know everyone hates social media oh not everyone but i really hate it um social media but actually just getting a kind of app that sends out auto publishes stuff so you can do like you could get that done in within half a day and you could have a whole month's worth of posts from stuff that you've done and I really think that helps with like slowly surely like gaining people's more attention but obviously you've got to have the portfolio to back it up but so yeah I would say generally making sure that your portfolio is up to date regularly like keep experimenting and then keep networking but to be honest a lot of it's word of mouth as well like not only just I've lost out on a lot of jobs from not knowing the say art director involved things like that so it's really good to network as well if you can um but obviously it's really hard especially now so I would say just kind of getting into people's view with social media is fairly good way of doing that in this is that how the majority of networking is done is through social social media or, or you obviously said there's a this fashion week in london um going there and talking to people is that quite a big way of networking in this industry um, i would say fashion week's pretty pointless to be honest um now having done it that's probably gonna go down like it's a storm <laughs> me saying that but um no i just think like unless it's a presentation um then there's not really, you don't really get to network that much there because everyone's busy. It's not a time to talk to people. It's time to get your job done. So I don't think that's necessarily a good place. If there was like networking sessions and parties afterwards, then yeah, potentially. But again, I don't know how many people actually care about talking about work during those moments. So I'd say it's probably getting people to go for a coffee in a quieter period of the year would be a lot more beneficial. Again, you know, Rich coming from me because I still haven't done all this, but um from what other people have said to me, <laughs> I think that's that's key. So you you mentioned e-commerce um at the beginning of the chat and and you know that it's a growing sort of sector and being in fashion and beauty they're two huge um, sort of subsectors of e-commerce. Um, do you have to do a lot of reaching out via social media and sort of uh, do you look for these startups in, in e-com to approach them and sort of build clients that way as well? Or is that something you're thinking of doing um, later on? Uh, that's something I was thinking of doing later on. I, to be honest, I'd be more interested in talking to agencies now rather than going direct to brands. So a lot of startup brands don't necessarily have the funds and will try to like 
kind of scrimp on everything which is quite exhausting sometimes <laughs> it depends on how much you would like the money um but I would say yeah I think my I'm really lucky I've managed to kind of get it where a lot of people actually message me now um because they found my work so I think it's kind of hard to say what would be the best route of doing that now but I would definitely say getting in contact with brands that you actually like is always a good thing and uh would you still go into this industry knowing everything you know now uh yeah I think so (laughs) that's a really hard question actually (laughs) yeah I think so I like I still enjoy it loads I think there's just I think sometimes it does get a bit exhausting but I don't think I've had opportunities to potentially change my path and I haven't so I guess the answer would be yes Mm. well thank you so much for your time um it's been really interesting hearing about all about your career well thank you thanks for having me where can people reach out and find you see what you're up to and all your stuff so my instagram is lauren marsh photography and my website is laurenmarsh.co.uk but yeah i'm happy to like answer any questions i get a lot of like students asking me questions or needing to be part you know interview me for whatever um for their studies so i do that fairly regularly and i'm happy to answer any questions and i'm actually happy to talk about any pricing because that's the one thing that really drives me nuts with um people trying to break into the industry is the the lack of understanding of actually how you need to price even from the get-go and i think that really does need to change so i'm i'm like deciding whether I'm going to make a PDF for that to put on my website to send people to because I think it's like that part of the education has not been given yet. And I think a lot of people are scared to talk about money or want to hide how much they earn, but I don't really understand why because it just means that the industry, you know, there's lots of like weak points in it where a lot of other industries don't have that. So it would be good to close the gap. Awesome. Well, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Thanks.